Hey, good vach, everybody. Always, always a beautiful schus to be together. Matzah Shabbos Kodesh, and to be able to take all the the ruchnias and the simcha and the nechama of, of Shabbos into the week. These weeks more than ever, that's what we need. We all, we look forward to Shabbos more than ever, any time in our lives probably, these, these weeks. And that time of Shabbos, that time of Shabbos, that calm of Shabbos, the Nechama of Shabbos, as Hashem, it's going to go into the week as well. We're going to bring it into the week. And Mirz Hashem, a week of Bissur's Tovos, a week of Simcha, a week of Geula for all Kali Yisrael, Mirz Hashem. Just want to share before we before we begin that all the Torah tonight with Chizik, all the Cyrus, first of all is being sponsored anonymously. Fushalema Yaakov and Sarah. Yaakov and Sarah is a is a very Hilga Yid, a very special Yid. So family is very special, very close to me. But um, everyone should be davening if you can for Yaakov and Sarah who needs Rufuos and Yeshuos. May Hashem the Schus of all the Torah and the Chizik will be a big Schus for him. Of the big Rufuah B'Soch Sharach Yisrael. And I want as well, just that it should be a schus. You know, we're going to talk tonight about shiduchim a little bit. It should be a schus for everybody to find their zivug the right time in the most incredible ways with all simcha and bracha. And tonight also is being sponsored by the Blumenthal family in honor of the upcoming simcha, Julia's chasana, Mert Hashem, this upcoming Monday night, about Lin Latoiva. Chasana of Julia and Benji and... Now, Julia Baruch Hashem has so much to do with, with everything that we do here. We've had Baruch Hashem, a beautiful, beautiful Nashim Sidkanios that have helped make this year happen over the years. Starting years ago with Daniela Kopel, and then moving on to Eliza Schreier, moving on to Naomi Goldstein. And, and now Julia Baruch Hashem, for the last, I don't know how long, a couple of years at least, the last couple of years has been helping so much to make sure this happens, and you guys see the posters that she sends out, but it's not just that. It's making sure we have the makom to be in. It's enabling me to bounce ideas off her all the time. She's really always, and always there, always there to help in such beautiful ways. And that's who she is, Baruch Hashem. And the Mirz Hashem, the schus of the Torah tonight, and the schus of all that you've done, will be a big schus for you and Benji to build a Baisna Misrol, a Malay Simcha, a Malay Bracha, the Simcha of Monday night. So looking forward to be the small Simcha of your life, Mirz Hashem. You know, just to share one Torah for, for Julia, but for all of us. There's a, there's a famous Gemara, Kasha Zivugim Kekrias Yamsef. Obviously, this is what we're going to talk about, but we'll get there in a few minutes, not necessarily that Chazal. Kasha Zivugim Kekrias Yamsef, that to have a Shidduch, to have a Chasan and Kala come together is as difficult as Kriyas Yamsef, and all the Mepharshim want to understand what exactly does that mean? What does it mean? After all, is anything really difficult for the Rabboni Shalom? Nothing's difficult for the Rabboni Shalom. It's just as easy for him to bring a shidduch as it is to allow the sun to rise in the morning as it was for him to, to have the splitting of the sea. What does that mean? Kashik, Zivugim, Kriyas Yam says there's a lot of different ideas. One idea I saw years ago in a sefer by Rav Michal Yudalevkovich, Zechus Adekash Bracha. There's an Arachayim HaKadosh that actually says like this as well, not in this Gemara, but in general that Torah, we know Torah is the blueprints of the world. And once we have Torah, for incredible miracles to occur, is part of the world. Part of the world, because the world runs on Torah in a certain sense. It's the blueprints of the world. 
But for the splitting of the sea to happen, which was before Matan Torah, that's a chiddush. That was something that, in a certain sense, kasha. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean hard for the Rebunshom. Again, nothing's hard for the Rebunshom. But kasha for this world, it was different. It was a big chiddush to bring such a spectacular miracle before there was even a Torah that was revealed in the world. Before there was a Matan Torah. Before there was a giving of the Torah. That's what he says. That's what it means, kashuk kriyus yamsef. He says so too in a marriage. A marriage is kasha when you're not connected to Torah. And you don't have the proper principles to ground you, to teach you a way of life, to have the proper midos based on Torah, the proper giving based on Torah, the proper connection to the Rabbonashon that you need based on Torah. It doesn't just all happen naturally. But when you're a chassan and kala that are steeped in Torah, and that are one with Torah, then similarly there's nothing kasha. If anyone knows Julia for a minute, and Baruch Hashem over the time of Ben Zohar to get to know Benji, they're both individuals who are so deeply connected to Torah in a very, very real way. In a very real way. So, Merit Hashem, it's all going to be simcha and all going to be bracha, not just Monday night, but your whole life's together. Merit Hashem, full of simcha and bracha. It's with the Baisnam Israel, Mali Simcha and bracha. So, before we talk about the topic tonight, and we'll, we'll get there in a moment. I was thinking about it a lot. Obviously our hearts are in Eretz Yisrael every moment. And all the shirin we've given over the last few weeks have very much primarily focused on Eretz Yisrael and focused on Chizik, Muna in these times. And the truth is everything we speak about tonight will also apply to that as well. But I thought it's very important. Every year, Pashat Chaisara, and we're preparing for Chaisara now already by Mincha Chavis, we read Chaisara. We always try to talk about Shiduchim give chizik in this area, because it's an area we, we all do need chizik in. Those of us who are in the parsha, those of us even that Baruch Hashem are out of the parsha, helping people that are in the parsha. And even though, obviously, you know, 99% of our mind and heart and soul is only with our stroll these days, it doesn't mean we can't and continue, and we have to continue to live our lives on some level. And uh, ultimately, our, our personal challenges are also meaningful. We don't have to feel bad. Over these last few weeks, constantly, every day, I'm, I'm getting phone calls and texts of people reaching out about other things in their lives, and they always start with, Rebbe, I'm so sorry to even bring this up with you because of everything going on. I know it's so small, but... And you don't have to give that. Meaning, we all know, every one of us, all we can think about is our Tisrael every moment. And we don't stop davening... We're going to have big Ula, big Yeshua. But that doesn't negate our personal lives, and our personal lives are also meaningful, and also special. We want Baruch Shem to have simchas. We want to have beautiful simchas like we're going to have Monday night. We want each and every one of you to have beautiful simchas. And that's, that's the heart of a Yid. We've spoken many times. The heart of the Yid, the Debaatanya says, based on the, the Lashon we say every day in Shema, Levavchem, which is plural, Lashon Rabim, that a Yid has to have two hearts, and that heart... Part of us is constantly feeling the pain and suffering the Kalei goes through, and now more than ever else in our in our in our dar in our generation. But simultaneously, we have another heart that deals with his besimcha and one with Hashem and and living our life and re- recognizing that every part of our life is chash is important. We're going to talk about shiduchim, as that's a very important yisod and something we have to talk about. But before we get there, you know, even. Again tonight, and Amir Hashem, I hope to continue that. 
as we're in this time and in this Hesara to, to start the Shiurim with some Tillim. And I'm sure all of you are davening all day, but Berovam is something very, very chashiv. And we have to believe in the power of our tefillahs. We've been davening and sometimes we, we become disheartened. We're davening and davening and davening and not necessarily seeing those tefillahs being answered in all areas of our life. We're going to talk about Shidduchim, Shidduchim as well. And what's going on here at Yisrael, you know, we open up our phones after Shabbos and we see four more soldiers were killed. And it's, it's heart-wrenching. Those are four more families in, in Avelis. Children and parents. And it's heart-wrenching. This is what's going on. Sometimes we, we, we look up to Shemayim. We don't even know what's going on because we, with our tefillos. We have to realize the power of our tefillos. You know, I was just, just sharing with my, with my shear present shear in, in DRS, we went, I took them all a few days ago to the oil of the Babacher Rebbe. I'm sure many of you, have, I hope you go off and you should go off and if you don't, maybe it's good, it's good tonight. I don't know what your plans are after shear tonight. It's a good place to go. It's always a good place to go. But Emes uh, is, the Medrash brings down when you dive in by Kivre Sadiqim, it's Pechina Saritisrol. It's like you're standing in Marsach Pela, dive in Pela. We're preparing for Chai Yisara. To go to Kivet Adikim, like you're standing in Marzach Pela. Each one of us, Libi B'Mizrach, each one of us are feeling like we're in Eretz Yisrael, B'Machshava, B'Lev, B'Nevesh. So when you're standing by the Lubavitch Rebbe's oil, B'Guf, physically, you're also, the Medrash says, it's like you're in Eretz Yisrael at that moment. Those tefillahs are very powerful. Tefillahs anywhere are powerful, don't get me wrong, but obviously they're lifted up in a different way when we're by Kivet Adikim. I was sharing an old story, maybe some of you have shared this with before, but it's, it's Kedai. After this story, I think every one of you, if you can, will, will be straight to the oil tonight. This goes back many years ago, probably about, about 12 years ago, I'd say, 15, 14 years ago, I don't know exactly. It was a Thursday night, and a young couple, they called me earlier in the day, can I come tonight, Rebbe, want to talk to you about something? I said, of course. And they came by, we go into a room and, and they both just start crying. They're married about eight, nine months at the time. And the woman, the wife, had for the last month pretty serious pain in her abdomen area. And they just found out the day before they went and they finally did some tests. And they said, unfortunately, she has this major tumor major tumor, and she needs to have surgery was set up for the next Wednesday. They have to remove the tumor. And this couple was trying to, to have children, and was unable to have children, and the doctor said that's part of it as well. The way that the, the tumor was pressing on the uterus uh, was, she wasn't until they take care of this, she wasn't able to get pregnant. And they also, the doctor said, we're not, they weren't sure yet if it was benign, if it was cancerous, they didn't know the nature of this tumor until they were going to go in and do the surgery, which itself is extremely nerve-wracking, right? Obviously, it's very, very scary to... You're going to have to have a surgery, and you don't even know exactly what that's going to tell you. They really just came for some chizik, and I offered them whatever words, I, whatever Hashem put into my mouth, whatever Hashem put into my heart, and they brought them some chizik. And then I told them, this was a Thursday night, I told them tomorrow morning, I'm going to take my whole shear. And we're going to go, now I know, it's 14 years ago, I can tell you, because it's the year 2009, now I remember the Chavra. We're going to go to the 
We're going to go to the Lubavitch Rebbe's oil. I'm going to dive in for you. And the next morning I took my shear. I told them the name in Hebrew. And told them the whole story. And every guy, I'm a kind, I don't go in. I just dive in from like, you know, by the door over there where you could see the oil. And I send them all in and they come. I remember I'm standing there davening and they come back. Guys that I, I couldn't be mechazik to daven all year yet. Like came back, little tears streaming down their cheeks. They're davening for this woman. And nobody else knew about this. They were... Various reasons, they didn't even want to tell their parents about it yet. They thought their parents wouldn't be able to handle the news, very, whatever it was. The only ones who knew about it were them and myself and my Talmidim now. And, and I called them, Arab Shabbos, I told them how my Talmidim daven for them, and Merit Hashem, we're going to have a Monday, I get a phone call from my Talmud. He says, Rabbi, I, 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 I can't even get these words out of my mouth, but we went today to the doctor for a pre-op to set before the surgery. And they went and they did a sonogram just to check on the tumor and see. And the doctor with wide eyes looks at us and says, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's a miracle. There's zero tumor left. It was a massive tumor that disappeared within a few days. He says, you're fine, there's nothing there. And she started feeling better, and there was no tumor, and within a year she had her first child, and now can I know her as many children and a beautiful life. And I have no doubt it was those tefillos. There weren't other tefillos to daven, nobody else knew. It's koyach tefillah, it's real. And just because we haven't been answered yet, doesn't mean Hashem's not listening, and Emir Hashem, we're going to continue to daven, and we're going to have Yeshua's tovus, and we're going to have Yeshua's, and Rufu's, Bez Hashem for all of Klai Yisrael, and just, just don't stop davening. Don't stop davening. So, let's talk about Shiduchim a little bit. Let's talk about Shiduchim. Parashat Chayesara is the parish of Shiduchim. Parashat Chayesara has the story where Eliezer goes to find a wife for Yitzchak Avinu. We all know the story. But it's fascinating if you pay attention to the Pesukim. He goes and he's there by Lavan and Besuel. And they sit him down, and they, they give him food, and they see that he has all this wealth, all these riches with him. And he says, he tells them that we met, you know, I, I met your daughter, he tells them the whole story, he says, and basically asks for her hand in marriage for his master's son. And these are big Rishon, loving and Besuel, big Rishon. Moments earlier, they tried to kill him, basically, in order of the psukim, we'll get to that in a moment, they tried to kill Eliezer. And immediately, immediately when he says and asks for Rivka, and says, Just tell me what you want, and if not, I'll, I'll, I'll move on. Vayan love on a besuah. Listen to the words. They don't, Vayan love on a besuah. It's Perek, you can look at it inside, Perek Havdal, Pasuk Nun. It's, it's, it's amazing. The Torah is telling us this. Vayan love and Basul. Love and Basul answers. Vayomru, and they say, Mehashem Yotzohadavar. Listen to those powerful words that come from love and Basul. Mehashem Yotzohadavar. This all comes out of Hashem. These words are from Hashem. This matter stems from Hashem. Lonuchal daberilech tov, rao tov. We're not able to say anything good or bad, meaning this is not up to us. 
This is what Lavan and Bethul saying. It's not up to us whether Rivka should marry Yitzchak or not. Me'ashem Yatzah Adavar. Hine Rivka Lefanecha, the next positive Rivka is before you. Kach Valech, take her and go. She'll be a wife for the son of your master. As Hashem has spoken. Imagine. Imagine. These Rishon are saying, even they understand. And this is the first, this is the opening of, of, the, of the world of Shidduchim for the world. Meaning, this is the Torah teaching us about Shidduchim, each and every one of us. And coming from the lowest of people, even they are saying, and they understand, when it comes to Shidduchim, we have no say. Mehashem Hashem It's all from Hashem. It's all from above. Incredible. Just, just absorb that. Absorb that. Absorb... Those few words from Parshas Chayesar, from the Parsh of Shiduchim. Me'ashem Yatzah Adavar. That's to be our motto. That's to be the slogan. You know, we have people like marketing these things these days. People like marketing, and we have Thank You Hashem, which is awesome and beautiful, and we have Chvez I don't know, whatever there just one Chesed, I don't know, whatever there might be. These are all beautiful things, and trying to bring beautiful things to Klai Yisrael that should be on our mind. I don't know, there are different Shiduchos, organizations that try to do good things. There, it should be Mehashem Yatzah Adavar. Someone make it, someone do it. Mehashem Yatzah Adavar. It's all from Hashem. That's it. Incredible. But let me even take it further. Just understand it a little deeper. I mean, that alone, we could stop there. We could end here. Tell you a few stories. That's it. Just, just absorb that. That's all we need to know. But it goes so much deeper. Let me explain to you how far it goes in this story, in the first story of Shiduchim. As I mentioned before, a few pasukim earlier, the pasuk says in pasuk Lamed Gimel, by Yusam Lufan of Lechel, that Love and Basul, they went and placed in front of Eliezer to eat. So there's a famous medrash there, and the word by Yusam with a sin, some is means a place, but a sin and a samach are interchangeable because they sound the same, right? Sam is also a, a poison. Sam mothers. And there's a famous medrash that they put poison in front of Eliezer. They tried to kill him. Why did they try to kill him? They didn't actually want their daughter to marry into monotheistic Judaism. They didn't want... These were Rishon. But they saw Eliezer with all this wealth. Like, great. Let's kill him and take all his stuff. And the Shlach Kodesh says something incredible. The Shlach Kodesh says that's why they agreed so quickly to the Shidduch. Meaning, imagine the scene. They sit down, and they put the food out. And the food that they put in front of Eliezer is poison. Now Eliezer doesn't want to eat yet. Eliezer wants to talk business. He's not here to eat. He's not here for some nice steak. He's here to find a wife. He has a mission. He's a Shliach to find a wife for, for Yitzchak. That's his agenda. That's his avoda. So he right gets into the conversation here. If it goes well, he'll sit and eat, but not yet. So immediately they jump in. The shlach says, that's right. Immediately they say yes. Because they hope then what's going to happen immediately? Immediately after, he's going to eat and be poisoned. And once he's poisoned, once he's poisoned, they'll take all, they'll take all his stuff. They'll take all the wealth. And nobody will know that they agreed to the shidduch. Finished. Shidduch's off. He's dead. 
Call it a day. Call it a day. But it goes even further. Listen to what happened. Rashi points out, when they agree, the Pazik says, Vayan Lavan a Basul. The father was Basul. The son was Lavan. It should be Vayan Basul Lavan. And Rashi says, Lavan was such a Russia that Russia Haya Vikopats Lahashiv Levnevit. He jumped in and answered before his father. He didn't even respect his father. Right? So Eliezer says, Will you marry her? And Lavan, the son, the brother, screams, Yes. And should have waited for the father. Such a rush, has no covenant even for his father. Forget about caring about God. He doesn't even care about his father. The Shlach says, you know why he did this? Because what, could, what happened in the end? Listen to this, how HaKadosh Baruch orchestrates everything. Everything's me'asham yatzadavar by Shidduchim. What ends up happening? The poison that's... They immediately, Lavan jumps in and Sewell agrees, take it. And they're hoping immediately Elias is going to die and they'll take all the wealth. What ends up happening? A Malach comes, the Medrash of Malach comes and switches around the plate and puts it in front of Besuel. Besuel eats it and dies. Father's dead. So now still, what could have happened? Lavan could have said at this point, I never wanted my sister to marry. I never really wanted to agree. I only agreed out of respect for my father. My father's no longer here. You, you don't, you're not marrying my sister. He went first. He's such a Russia, no respect. He went first to jump so he could have the wealth. Because that's all he's thinking about. And now that he said that, he, has no, he can't argue, I have, res- I have such respect for my father, that's why I listened. You went first. So him going first ends up making sure and orchestrates everything that he has nothing to say now and Rivka goes to Yitzchak. Everything's orchestrated from above. Me'asham Yatzadavar. Me'asham Yatzadavar. But it goes even further, because the Ksav Sofer answers a little differently to why he jumped in front. He gives two answers. And both of them were that he was actually trying to dissuade the Shirach. He wanted to make sure it wouldn't happen. There's a Chazal that says, you know, when you're looking into a Shirach, and you're looking into a, a young woman, for when a man's looking into a young woman, it's good to look at the brothers of the woman. It's good simony. If her brother's about Levitos, her brother's about Yishimayim, that's a good sign. It's not an end-all, don't worry, don't, don't get nervous about this. But there is such a chazal. So, Lavan says, I'm going to jump in front of my father and look like a manuvel, look like a terrible person, so that Yitzchak is going to say, forget it, because I, I don't want my sister to marry into this family of Jews, we don't want that. So it was a way of trying to dissuade the whole shidduch. Then look, ah, oh, then Yitzchak, Eliezer will see, this is the type of brother, forget it, Rivka looked nice, but forget it, I can't do it. He was trying to get rid of the shidduch. That's one reason he went first, the Ksav Sofer says. Or the Ksav Sofer says another idea. Another possibility was, he bring, imagine the following, right? He brings up the shidduch, he's, he knows these people two minutes, two minutes, and immediately they jump and take her, take her. Makes her look like a big nebuch. Like a big nebuch. Like we do, when we come to Shidduchim, parents are like making a hundred phone calls. They want to know like what tablecloth they use on Shabbos. They want to know every little detail of, of where the great, great, great grandparents, you know, what hashkafa they were. We ask the, the most ridiculous questions in the world, but that's another discussion for another time. But we here. No conversation, no research, no resume, nothing. Take her. 
So suddenly, they, you know, Lavan's thinking, or sh- Lavan's thinking, I'm going to do, I'm going to jump in because Eliezer then will realize, well, wait, let me take a step back. Maybe this is not a girl that's so great for, if they're jumping to, that I should take her, maybe she has big issues. Maybe there are things I don't know. Maybe I have to do some research. They were, so that's another possibility Ksav Sofer suggests. But basically, if you think about it, every possibility, it was trying to do away with the Shidduch. Initially, we were trying to make sure the Shidduch happened, doesn't happen by killing, by killing Eliezer. And Hashem orchestrates it all. Not only does he save his life, but he makes sure Lavan jumps in first, so he can't even argue that it was because I'm following my father. Or because he's trying to show that the brothers... Mamish, the worst person in the world, and why would you want such a, a sister? Or he's making her look, whatever the possibility, look like a nebuch, and all the possibilities trying to dissuade the shidduch. But however, through all that, through all that, may Hashem yatzah davar. Through all that, they themselves, love on end, b'tzul themselves. May Hashem yatzah davar. Lo nuchol daber lecharatov. Yet we think it's in our hands. And that's why we get down and out at times. And that's why we have despair. If we realized, if we mamish believed with our heart and soul, we believed with every drop of our essence, if I believe that, it's good, it's all good. So this particular shidduch didn't work out, even though I thought he's the greatest guy in the world, and I was so happy, and it was going so well, and he ended it, and now what's going to be? May Hashem That's what's going to be. Hashem orchestrated this as well, and it wasn't meant to be. And there's someone way better for me. Oh, but I'm already 24, and I'm already 25, and most of my friends are already married with a kid already, and I'm still single. May Hashem I don't mean it's easy. I don't mean to be little. Chas my heart goes out. I know that it's hard. I know that it's hard. And we all want this area of our life to go well and smoothly, all for the right beautiful reasons. All for the right beautiful reasons. Don't get me wrong. At the same time, And if it's I, I, I throw myself into him and know he knows better what's best for me. He knows better. He knows best. And yes, because we're, this is telling us something so deep, but yes, because we're human beings, there is some hishtazas we have to do, whether it's talking to Shabchanim and our friends, or whatever that is, but ultimately that's minimal to what's really going on. What's really all going on is Ma'ashem Yatzadavar. Ma'ashem Yatzadavar. And even when you have Lavan trying as hard as he can that this shouldn't happen, it doesn't matter. Ma'ashem Yatzadavar. And for us as well, if Lavan and Masul could say it, we can't say it. We have to believe, we have to know. And again, I know at times it's hard. I know at times it's disheartening. And I know at times, especially, you know, the, the time, times and you go in a couple months and, and Shidduchim are not coming one's way. And there's all different types of difficulties that we go through. Sometimes we have a younger sister. Sometimes there's all different types of situations that are real. And I'm not saying that, that and I feel, and I doubt and trust me, my heart goes out. At the same time, the chizik is me'ashem yata'adavar. And I have to really deeply believe that. Really deeply believe that. The Medrash, listen now to the Medrash, how far the Medrash goes. Medrash embraces Rabbah, Rav Pinchus, B'Shem Rav Avoh. Matzino b'Torah b'Nevi'im u'b'Ksuvim. 
in Torah and the Vim and Ksuvim. It has to be like repeated time and time again. In our three big worlds, Torah and the Vim and Ksuvim, all tell us She'ein zivugo sho'ish elamin akadosh baruchu that our shidduch is all from above. It's all from Hashem. And he quotes all the psukim in that medrash, and then it tells a story. Matrona she'elas Rabbi Yosi bar Chalifta. There was a woman who came to Rabbi Yosi bar Chalifta and asked, Amr Allah said to him, L'kama yamin bar Kadosh Baruch Hasolama. How long did it take Hashem to create the world? Amr Allah she'eshes yamin, six days. Kidich sevis is written, Kishesh yamin as Hashem, as Hashemayim as Haaretz. Amr Allah, she said to him, that's so nice. Six days. What is Hashem doing from the end of those six days until now? What is He doing for the past 5,784 years after He created the world? Amr Allah said to her, He's sitting and making zivugim. Of all the things we could say, that's what the, it's a medrash. That's what he's doing. He's making zivugim. He's making shiduchim. We have to believe in this. We have to believe that Kashparach is watching over us. And sometimes the zivugim, the shiduchim that we think are best for us, and we think it's the right time, we think we know, Hashem knows better. Hashem If I told any, any, any single girl who's dating, if I said, you know, I can make sure you're married in, in eight months from now to a really nice guy, a really good guy, a nice marriage, nice children, or three years from now to the most incredible guy, the most incredible husband, the most incredible father, the most incredible children, everyone's going to sign up for the second plan. Now I know, I can't promise you anything, that's what's so scary. And you have no idea how long it's going to take. And that's scary, and I understand that. I do, I feel. But it's not a race. It's the right person at the right time. It's Hashem Yatzah Devar, and He knows better than us what's best for us, and when it's best for us. I was by a, I was by a chasana this year, I don't give any details because I don't know if these people, they, they would probably be fine with me even saying it. But a chastan is this year of a young woman I'm super close to, is like a daughter to me. I don't remember, I'm not good with like ages and what it is, but she, she was probably either tw- 28, 29, I don't remember exactly when she got married at this chastan. She dated a lot of guys over the years, it was a long journey. It was a long journey. A lot of tears. A lot of tears in my house and a lot of tears together. My wife's super close with her. And obviously the simcha was mamish, kodesh, kadashim, incredible. But so, so clear. It was so clear. It wasn't just that Baruch Hashem, after all the years, she finally found her shidduch. It was so clear to everybody who knows her and knows this couple and is close with them, that they're the most incredible couple you've ever met. They're so right for each other, so kaddish for each other. And anyone else would have been selling, selling yourself short and way worth the entire weight. Way worth. Yes, there were a lot of tears. Yes, way worth. And there were different reasons. Ah, you could say, okay, so why didn't they find each other six years ago? 
Okay, each individually, and it's clear as well, I don't want to get into details, had to work on themselves. It had to more, a lot of times we have to perfect ourselves as individuals before we complement ourselves with some by our side. Or that shit can't, can't work yet. You know, sometimes you think, but I'm in a great place. And maybe you are. But maybe your husband-to-be is not yet. Maybe he, who's perfect for you, who's incredible, maybe you have done the growth that you need as an individual, which is, and you're ready, and you believe, but maybe that person that's your best compliment, maybe that person that, that can perfect you, that can complete you, that could be the most beautiful marriage your entire life, for that next 80, 90, 90 years, is not ready yet. Maybe he needs to work on himself, and that itself is way worth the wait. I don't know, but I know my Hashem Yatzadavar. We have to believe that, and we have to, we have to be mechazik ourselves in that. The simcha, that, I'm telling you, I was under the chuppah with that couple. Again, not just a couple months ago. Under the chuppah with that couple, and I, mean, I can't tell you the last time I, I brought Shem on this chuppah to go to a lot of simchas, a lot and when the, when the kala was walking down, it was just bawling, just bawling under the chuppah, tears. It's just like such simcha. But the simcha wasn't just the way. The simcha was that how beautiful this couple is, and so clear, so clear. Hashem davar. You know, there's a famous gemara in brachos. It says as follows: Brachos davches b'marava in the West, which is Eretz Yisrael, of Inish Isasa, when a man marries a woman, Amr They say to him the following, Matzo or Mote? Matzo or Mote? Did you find or did you find? What does that mean? There are two psukim. One pasuk is, Matzo Isha, Matzo Tov, V'yifek Ritzon Me'ashem. When you find a woman, you found something incredible, and it all is coming from Hashem. Or there's another pasuk, Mote. I found more bitter than, than death a woman. So you say, which one is it? Right? A relationship, a marriage, hopefully Bezachem will be for each and every one of you, the most beautiful thing in the world, will be toiv and amazing. But when a relationship, when a marriage is, is not going well, it's the most bitter, most difficult thing in the world, we should know from it. So which one? Matzah or Motzeh? That's the Gemara. I don't remember where I saw this. But the Pazik, the, the, the Pazik that says it's Matzah Tov, you found good, ends, V'yifek Ritzon Me Hashem. You know when it's good? When you realize it's all from Hashem. If you're going to be someone that realizes it's all from Hashem, Me Hashem Davar, you have the foundation to have the most healthy, most beautiful relationship. It's going to be Matzah Tov. But if it's Mote Ani, the next part is Mote Ani. If it's all I'm going to find, it's all about me, I'm going to do it on my own, then it's Marmi Mavis. We have to believe. And I've shared a story over the years. The story happened many years ago. It was also a Thursday It was a Thursday night, Pajas Chayasara. The anniversary of the story is this Thursday night, this upcoming Thursday night. This goes back well, a while ago, at least 15 years ago. Longer than that, probably. And I got a phone call from a Talmud who was dating at the time. 
And his mom is crying, we had the phone, he was dating a young woman. They went on, not only, he went out on five dates, six dates, I don't remember exactly what it was, and she ended it with him. And he was like really into it, and it was going, he thought very well, and he was very taken aback, because usually you have a good feel for this, like he felt like it was going really well, even that last date he said it. They were joking around, and having, he was very surprised. Okay, so I gave him all the chizik you could imagine. You know, mechazik him and have the samuna, mechazik him the right person, the right time, whatever you can imagine, and hopefully got him to a decent point by the end of the conversation. And that little Shabbos, the next night, I go to Shul, and, and the Rav, the Rebbe, where I daven, the Astav Kalashina Rebbe of, of David Spiegel Shlita, he shared the following Torah. He said, if you look in this story, when Eliezer is davening that he should be Matzliach and find the proper, the proper wife, so he has a Lashon in the Pasuk to see if he's going to be Matzliach. He says he wants to see Imitzliach Darko Olo. If I'll be successful or not. Imitzliach Darko Olo. If I'll be successful or not. And the Rebbe asked, every word in Torah, every letter in Torah is precious. He should have just said, I want to see if I'll be Matzliach. If I'll be successful, what's the op- what's the other option? Obviously, obviously, if I'm not it's or not, I don't need to write the words or not in the Torah. If every letter in the Torah is precious, I want to see if I'll be matzliach. It's understood or not, or not doesn't need to be there. So the Rebbe suggested and said, when it comes to shiduchim, if you're matzliach and you date someone and you end up getting engaged and married, b'achshem mazutov. Oh, low or not, also b'achshem mazutov. Because you don't want to end up with the wrong person. You don't want to end up with someone who's not best for you. If it ended, and it wasn't meant to be, the Olo is also precious. And that's why the Olo is there in the Torah. Big chizik. I call this Talmud on Matzah Shabbos. I said, you remember all the chizik I gave you Thursday night? It was basically everything that I said to him without the Torah. I said, I got to share with you a Ben Torah. You got to see the source of it in the Torah. And I share with him this idea from the Rebbe. And he got a lot of chizik from him. What ended up happening? What ended up happening? Why did that young woman who he thought was going so well end it with him? Because you usually have a good feel for this. He wants to know not someone's you know, good at not showing their insides. But she also thought things were going well. The whole time they're dating, she thought to herself, my best friend is perfect for this guy. The whole time. And she couldn't get that out of her head. And she ended it with him to set him up with her best friend. And called, he was in there. So all the time he called Rebbe Berkowitz, who's big shadchan in, in Baltimore, and suggested that he should date her best friend. And today they're happily married with many children. I was by the chasana years ago. So what he was crying to me, listen to this chasana, right? What he's crying to me about on the phone that this girl ended with him, is what led to his shidduch. Baruch Hashem, she ended it with you. She found you, your basheret. We think, we know. We have to have this amuna. We have to have this amuna in the deepest of ways. You know, through the juxtaposition, and actually it's Xeris Shava, but we have the beginning of, the very beginning of Chaye Sarah, talks about the death of Sarah, the burial of Sarah, in Chevron, as we all know. And then we get into the story of finding a wife for Yitzchak and Shiduchim. 
the first Gemara and Kedushin tells us actually that we learn out Kedusha Kesef, which is what goes on under every chuppah. Right? The way that we get halachically engaged. Julia, the way Monday night, you're going to get halachically, you're not, you think you're engaged now to Denji, you're not, you're not engaged. We say we're engaged. There's no, that's just some secular term that you're committed to getting married so your parents could go and make plans. Halachically, I don't want to burst your bubble, right now you're nothing. You know? <laughs> Halachically, there's no difference right now as we stand, as we're here tonight, two nights before your, your chuppah, there's no difference than the first time you met Benji. Now, two nights from now, now that's all going to change. Merit Hashem. We have engagement. Engagement, what we call engagement, giving a ring onto a finger and saying, will you marry me? Halachically, that is nothing. Zero. Halachically. When a man under the chuppah takes a ring and says, Haram that's in front of two Edim, and puts that on, on the finger of a kala, that's when you're halachically engaged, that's kedushin. And the second part of the marriage, Nisuin, actual marriage, that used to be in the time of the Gemara, happened at one point, and then a year later, they get fully married. They'd be, and that's when you're being under the chuppah with Sheva Brachos, is halachically what we call Nisuin, actual marriage. Both of those happen at the same time, the way we are knowing our customs. So we learned that out, actually. How do we know you could use a ring to get engaged? The ring is actually, we're using what's called kesef, money, but it's shava kesef, that's a value of money. The minute it became a ring, which is something very beautiful, because where, there's a lot of depth behind it, but ultimately it's really using kesef. That's the opening mission of Kedushin, that you could get engaged in three ways, one of them being through kesef. That's what we do, we're using a ring. What do we learn? We learned it from the purchase of Maraz Achpela. Marriage and engagement, it uses o'kiyikach the word is kach, a man will take a woman. By the Marzach Pela, Avram Hasadek Kach Mimeni, he also took the Sadek, and he used money to purchase the Marzach Pela, 400, 400 silver coins over La Soyecher. So we use money to get engaged. Kicha, kicha, Mr. Ephron, we can hear. So I always thought, obviously, that sounds like really morbid. Like that's where we're learning about engagement from, from the purchase of Marzach Pela to bury Sarah. Okay, it's based on psukim, and, and, but ultimately, like, we couldn't have found a more joyous connection. Like, really? So there's a lot of answers. I'm not going to go through them all right now. We once gave a share with many answers. But one of the deepest depth is that Loah Leda, we should not know from it, but, but unfortunately we do know from it, all of us right now. All of us right now, for the past three weeks, past four weeks already, have been in Avelis. For our brothers and sisters in our Israel and constantly hearing about more, unfortunately. It's Avelis. Sorrows like we've never known in our generation. And what's the one way we're able to stand up still and still live our lives and still be able to, to be normal? It's because cause we're Yidin. And as Yidin, we have also unwavering Amuna. And I know that every single person sitting here believes in Hashem in the deepest of ways and knows that Hashem is by our side and knows that Hashem is orchestrating everything in this world. And even though we don't understand at all sometimes, we know He's in charge and He's running the world and it's all going to be good in the end. It is good, we just don't see it at all. And therefore we're allowed to cry because it's sorrows. But we cry in a way where we're also content in the sense that we know Hashem is orchestrating it all and Hashem is taking care. And therefore, Avram bearing Sarah, dealing with the death of his love, the death of his wife, 
How did he deal with that? Only through tremendous amuna and saying those words, Baruch Dayanemis, which is an expression of incredible amuna. That's where we want to learn about marriage from. Because it's the same amuna that we need when it comes to Shiduchim, and the same amuna we need throughout our marriage. Because there are challenges in marriage. And you need Hashem by your side in the deepest of ways. So let me ask you, if it's all Amunah, what's the Iker Ishtadlis? If it's all Me'ashem Yatzah Davar, what's the Iker Ishtadlis? It's pretty incredible. After the whole, all the Psukim and Psukim of Eliezer finding a wife for Yitzchak, they finally come to, to see Yitzchak. They bring, he brings Rivka to Yitzchak. And what was Yitzchak doing at that moment? What was Yitzchak doing? To, what was his job? What was the actual Chassan's job in finding his Shidduch? What was he doing? The Pazik says, right before Rivka comes and sees him, the Pazik prior in Perich Abdal, Pazuk Slama Gimel, Vayetze Yitzchak Lasuach Pasada Lifnos Arev. Yitzchak went out, Lasuach, Lasuach is Milashon, to talk, Sicha, in the field. Lifnos Erev, as it was becoming evening, this was Mincha time. He was Lasuach Basada. He was Davin Mincha. He was the one who taught us about Mincha. And I believe there's no coincidence. It's not. It's Ashkacha that the Torah is teaching us right before Yitzchak finds his Shidduch. What was his Ishtadlis? He was Davening. He was Davening. That's the most important thing we could do. If we believe and understand, as the Torah teaches us, but ultimately Hashem also, with all the moon in the world, He set up the world that the world runs on tefillah. From the beginning of time, we see this by Sheshesh Me'abrashas, Hashem created all the vegetation, but it was all only in potential. It didn't come and sprout from the ground until Adam was here to daven for it, Rashi teaches us. So to Hashem Yatzadavar, Hashem is orchestrating and Mishadech Zivugim, that's what he's doing from the time of Shishimei Bereshis. But what's our job? Tefillah. Tefillah brings it into fruition. As Yitzchak was. And we have to believe in our Tefillahs. We have to believe in our Tefillahs. And Tefillah is a manifestation of our Amun ultimately. It's all one. You know, there's a famous, right? At the beginning of Avos, the Mishnah says, Ashlosh Dvaram Olam Omeid. The world strands on three things. Torah avoided Mil Chasad. Torah, learning Torah, connecting Torah, keeping Torah, Chesed and Avodah, Ezu Avodah Shabalev Zeot Tefillah. You could ask, why is Tefillah one of the foundations of the world? Usually, when we categorize when it comes to Torah mitzvahs, we categorize into two, two sections positive mitzvahs, negative mitzvahs, derises, derabonons, benam lamakum, benam lachavero, suddenly three pillars. Why not Torah, which is our way to relate and connect Hashem, and Chesed, Tefillah is just another form to connect Hashem. Like, why do we need a, th- a, new, a new pillar? And it's the middle pillar, it seems to be the strongest pillar. So I always felt, because in the end of the day, yes, Torah is precious. But in its very essence, one can learn Torah completely on an intellectual level. Torah is the greatest wisdom in the world. There are non-Jews who study the Bible, who study the Talmud, for intellectual pursuit. Chesed as well. Chesed, of course, is emulating Hashem and allowing us to be close to Hashem. But there are wonderful people out there who don't even think about God when they're doing chesed. 
or doing it for all the wrong reasons, ulterior motives. So the people do back for them, so that they have a name on a building, whatever it might be. Tfila in its very essence, more than anything else, is a relationship with Hashem, is a muna. If I'm davening and I'm not thinking about Hashem, I'm not davening. It's just Hebrew, Hebrew words, Hebrew reading exercises. I can't, it's impossible to daven without a muna. It's not tefillah. So that has to be the most important pillar, the middle pillar. Once I have that, my Torah is going to be connecting to Hashem, my chesed is going to be connecting to Hashem. My hashtadlis, more than any other hashtadlis, is tefillah. To not stop davening for my shidduch. Not stop davening for my friends, shidduchim. My tefillahs, that's our part. And again, that's a manifestation of, of, of my amunah. May Hashem davar. You know, we just said Yitzchok was lasuach basada. It's amazing. There are three different words by Avraham and Yaakov that refer to tefillah. Avraham was masakin shachris based on a pasuk vayashkim avboker el amakom asher omad sham amida. We call the shmonesra amida. The Gemara says ein amida la tefillah. Amida. He stood. That was his tefillah. Yitzchok is lasuach basada. Ein sicha el tefillah. And Yaakov, the Pazik says, by Yaakov, Vayifke b'makom b'yolansham. By the whole story, by the sulam, by the ladder. Vayifke b'makom. He reached, he connected. He was pogea, em pegia alotfil. Avram is amida, is standing. Yitzchak is sicha, is speaking. And Yaakov is pegia. I wanted to tell you that I believe are the essence of tefillah, and essence of our amuna, essence of our relationship with Hashem. First and foremost, Avram is to stand up for Hashem and show Him the respect He deserves, the honor He deserves. Recognize He's constantly in our life. When someone special is in your life, you stand up. You have an amida. You realize He's by our side always. But then to realize not only that, I have a real relationship with Hashem. I could talk to Him. So Yitzchak comes and introduces Sicha. Talk to Hashem. He's not just some God that's watching over us that we have to stand up for. Sicha, speak to Him. Have a relationship with Him. And that's not just during our three main tefillahs that are set, it's all day long. Just stop and talk to Hashem. Sicha. Yaakov takes it even further. Pegiyah. Ain Pegia, what we call Pegia in Hebrew, Pegia is a date. To meet up with someone. Take a Kaddish Baruch on a date. Spend real time with him. Know that he's really in your life. Emma says these are principles in a marriage as well. To have Amida, to have respect for your spouse, to honor your spouse, to realize especially your spouse is, to have communication, to have Sicha, to have real communication, real conversation. And Pegia, I always tell every couple before they get married, never stop dating. Never stop dating. Never stop growing in your relationship. Never stop going out and spending time with each other. So in a marriage we need that, but with the Rabboi Nishalom we need that. And for the Rabboi Nishalom in our, in our Hishtadlis Tosh Yiduchum, we more, need it more than every, anything, because that's Me'ashem Davar, that relationship in the deepest of ways. Amuna, well we need Amuna now more than ever. I don't know how many of you saw, I, I spoke about it in Shir Thursday night, I don't know if anyone listened, but so, it was a long Shir and it was a very short Arab Shabbos. It's a good idea to listen if you haven't yet to that one, but 
But maybe you saw this anyways, because it was going around, although it was in Hebrew, and sometimes those who don't understand Hebrew well just glance over those ones. But there was a, there was a woman, a, a Knesset member, in the Likud, that spoke in the Knesset this past week. Incredible. Incredible. I, I, it was hard to hear over the tears if you, if you watched it, because the tears you would cry by watching this. And she spoke about the mother of the soldier who, Bar Hashem, we hope there's going to be much more that the, that the army was able to free from captivity, Ori. And she spoke about in the Knesset, not in the Shul, not in the Beis Medrash, in the Knesset, spoke about her mother, Margalit. She spoke about that video, I'm sure most of you saw the video of her mother, Margalit, doing Afrash's Chala. While her daughter was still a hostage. And she spoke about how she's davening for her daughter to be saved with tears. And she said, the truth is all of us would be davening in such a predicament. That's not the Chiddush. But if you listen closely, as she's davening at the end, she's davening for her daughter to be saved after doing Afrash's challah in her honor a few days before she actually was saved. She says the words... She says the words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ani Ohevet Otcha. Baruch Hu, I love you. And this Knesset member says in the Knesset, how she's still shaking from hearing that. That you have a mother, whose daughter is a captive of barbarians like we've never seen in world history. Can't imagine in our wildest dreams, the fears of her being tortured. And as this is going on, as you're davening, fine. To daven for Hashem, for her safety and to be safe, we all would do. But to in the midst of it say the words, Hashem, I love you. In the midst of that sar, in the midst of that pain, Hashem, I love you. Unwavering Amuna, like we haven't seen from Akedah Yitzchuk, maybe. From Avram Vino himself. He said, Margali, you're my role model. You're my hero. The Amuna you have. You have to keep on davening because it's your Amunah that's going to bring the Yeshua for all the soldiers and all the captives. This is what we see. It's incredible. Yidin, the Mamish, incredible. Incredible Amunah. Incredible, unwavering. And the, the Amunah we all have to have these days. Because we know Kol Ma'adav of it ultimately. Unwavering Amunah. We need to dig down very deep for it. It's hard at times. The same amuna that we need in our in our in our journey when it comes to shiduchim. May Hashem yatzah hadavar. May Hashem yatzah hadavar. And as I go through it, there might be difficulties and struggles. Kriyshbar chani ohevet atzcha. I know may Hashem yatzah hadavar. I love you, and I know I may Hashem yatzah hadavar. Let's believe that with our heart and with our soul. There was a man who was zocha to finally marry off. His eighth child. Hashem, incredible. Incredible relief, incredible simcha. Marry off his eighth child. And he got up at one of the Shevrachas. And he gets up and he starts his speech. I was zochet to marry off my eighth child without any help from Hashem. And his children are looking at him and, and immediately like, how did our father just say such a thing? 
and they are motioning to him like, like, get down, you must be drunk or something. Like, how do you speak like this, right? They're like, and he continues. He says, I want to explain to you what I mean. To say that Hashem helps us makes it sound as if we have some part as well. We're doing and Hashem's helping. We're doing and Hashem's helping. He says that what I meant was, Zaychid and Mara of eight children. And it's all was Hashem. Everything was Hashem. I did nothing. We did nothing. All we have is a karsatov for Hashem. May Hashem Yatzahadavar. May Hashem Yatzahadavar. Samir Hashem, every single one of you that's in that journey of Shiduchim, and all the people that we know that are journeying through Shiduchim. Be able to have that mindset throughout. Mir Hashem should be zochet to find bekarov because yes, it's much easier, and we all want it for all the right beautiful reasons to build the Baisem Yisrael. Mali simcha, mali bracha, and all of you. This chus to be a koyin. Give a bracha, yivrecha, adnei shvrecha, yarnei panav elach v'chuneka, yisanei panav elach v'sleimucha shalom b'zochet to find your b'shert bekarov, the b'shert that's your greatest compliment in the right time. Full of simcha and bracha, and it, but until that time, even if there are sometimes challenges, never forgetting for one moment, never forgetting that he's by our side, that he's mishadech shiduchim and divugim. With that, we can be besimcha every moment, whatever we go through, until we'll be tanting by simchas, by big chasnas of mir by all of your chasnas, and by the ultimate simcha for all of klal yisrael to gula shleima b'mehera b'yameinu. Have a beautiful night and a week of sur tovos and simcha and bracha.